This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the goddess of food writing and critique, the magical, wonderful Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine. And yours truly, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. In this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about Laotian cuisine. More importantly, that it's coming to Milwaukee's east side. Kind of. We'll get into details on that. Then there's also a new pizzeria coming to the Milwaukee uh, streets kind of corridor. Uh, Then we also have a cheese festival, which I compare to the Coachella of cheese. (laughs) And then we have a double dose of pasta news. I'm going to wrap up this bites with punchkis. Donuts. 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 Around the corner. February Fat Tuesdays are just around the corner. But let's kick it off with more importantly about Laotian cuisine. You familiar with Laotian cuisine? Yeah, I am. I am. Kind of, I guess you would say cousins to Vietnamese. Or Vietnamese, Vietnamese for food. They have kind of a a derivative of pho, slightly different how they do things. Mm -hmm. But why we bring it up is uh, Alex... Of this great, uh, I guess you call it a pop-up company, SapSap, who I've written stories on for Edible Milwaukee, um, does these great pop-ups in Racine called Uptown Funk, where he does this great, amazing pho and like this kind of Laotian beef jerky, which is like the best jerky you ever have. Have you had his beef jerky? No. No? I haven't. But he's been doing this for a while in Racine. I was there not too long ago. He recently did a collaboration with Tori Miller in Madison, uh-huh. where they- Bridge Laotian and Korean together. Um, but, you know, sometimes you don't want to, like, drive all the way we're seeing, right? So he's he has uh, fixed that temporarily. So from March 12th to March 22nd, SapSap will be hosting a pop-up in the Crossroads Collective, man. So it's not going to be—so he's not going to be doing pho during this. He's going to do other kinds of uh, items that you can get at this— um, pop up at Crossroad Collectives. Hopefully this leads to a kind of a permanent thing for him. I'm guessing. I'm, I'm thinking that's his plan. So what you can expect at this pop-up this coming March at Crossroad Collective is the beef jerky, which is just sublime. It's not what you expect. You know, beef jerky is like, it's like chewing leather sometimes, yeah, right? Absolutely. Which is, that's a yeah. fine thing. His is kind of really juicy and just full, full of flavors of lemongrass, garlic, and sesame seeds. It's, it's, it's like crack. So good, right? Then he's also been known for his mama's egg rolls. That would be offered as well. Then he also offers his sausage. We, he sells his sausage too, mm-hmm. um, which actually another crossword collective used to carry the sausage till he started making his own, having stable. Kind of this lemongrass kind of sausage. Really kind of really good. Uh, but the sausage comes with kind of a sticky rice and a, 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 a kind of a chicken and carrot and tamarind smash salad. That's a dish. Mm-hmm. And then this thing called mikati, which is a pork curry noodles, coconut milk, mint, and banana balsams. I've seen the pictures of this. It just looks so amazing. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the menus. I think it's also going to be offering his hot sauce, which is simply sublime. It's probably the best hot sauce you probably have had. A little bit of kind of fish sauce. A lot of chilies, guaranteed garlic, lemongrass. I got a bottle in my refrigerator. Full of flavor, full of heat, really tasty hot sauce. And I know he's trying to get that package up too and start selling that as well. 
Again, this pop-up will kick off March 12th to the March 22nd at Crossword Collectives. We'll post details at that on our website at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Despites. Have you had any of his? I have not. No? And I, have, I, have, I haven't made it to any of those pop-ups he was really? doing down in the Racine, Racine area yeah. uh, and have long wanted to. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation on this Bites with pizza, cheese, pasta, and punchkis. Wow. We'll be right back. Support for this Bites comes from your membership and society insurance, an insurance company serving up a smorgasbord of coverages to restaurants and bars. Society Insurance offers restaurants and bar owners tailored insurance options. A full menu of Society's coverages, as well as risk prevention tips, are available at societyinsurance.com. Hey foodies, 88.9 has an event coming up on February 6th, and it's right up your alley. Our DJs will curate music to pair with dishes prepared by top Milwaukee chefs. Learn more about Soundbites at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Soundbites. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. Now we're back. I want to continue our conversation from Laotian to Italian. There's a new pizzeria uh, on the horizon coming to Milwaukee. What's the deets on that, Ann? Well, uh, I just heard the other day from Andrew Miller, who owns, who's co-owner of Merriman Social and Third Coast Provisions, that uh, he is in the process of opening um, a pizzeria on Milwaukee Street in the, in the former Distill space. You mm-hmm. might remember Distill. That's 722 North Milwaukee Street. And um, it's going to be called Flower Child, which is a very cute name. You were like a flower child back in the day, weren't you? Uh, <laughs> very funny, Dari. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was oh, not. Well, you're a war I was child. not even alive at that point. Okay. Uh, anyway, it, it sounds like this has been in the works for a while because Andrew says they've been working on their dough for a long time, really dough. perfecting the dough. Are they making counterfeit money? Get it? Yeah. So it's going to be, uh, the focus of the place is going to be these from scratch pizzas, which he says in the style is a cross between New York, New Haven, and Detroit. Now, New York style pizza, we often think about those. The thin, by the big thing, Yeah, by the, the slice, it kind of like you fold, fold up like a taco. Yep, yeah. exactly. And if you jump over to Detroit style, now that's a really different, that's more like a pan. I mean, they're like rectangular, yeah. They're rectangular, but they also have a thicker kind mm-hmm. of a, Kind of a doughy sort of yep chewier it's yeah, chewy, yeah crust, and then New Haven has the crust is more like that Neapolitan mm-hmm. style pizza. However, as as you know, we we talked about this off air. Frank Pepe Pizzeria, which is Napolitana, yeah, pizzeria in America. Yep, dates to 1925. They are known for their clam white clam pizza yep. on a crust with that um, kind of chewy, um, mm-hmm. kind of uh, pillowy crust that has a really great edges and, and has some depth to yes. it. You know what I mean? So um, that's pretty exciting. And that uh, pizza's on my bucket list. One I know. Of my food I know. bucket list. We should do an episode about a food bucket list. I think that's a great idea, yeah. actually. Because, I yeah, I think we could go toe-to-toe on that. Um, just to offer a few more details about this restaurant. He's going to, um, Andrew says that he's going to focus on the Wisconsin cheese 
producers. So those mm. those um, those the cheesemakers. Yeah, so Belgioso, Sartori, Carvalli, Clock Shadow Creamery. Mm. So these are going to be really quality pies. Um, a lot of them with vegetables. Okay, so we, you know, you definitely see sort of some plant. Plant. Yes. I mean, I don't think you know exclusively by any means. Well, you can't be really because um, he's not going to do vegan because he's doing dairy products. So exactly. Could be vegetarian pies. Right. It's he said it's not going to be a vegetarian restaurant, but they're going to have many vegetable based mm. pies. Natural wines. They're going to have natural wines on the menu, beer on tap, and a selection of craft cocktails. Now, between you and me, he sent me a very tentative menu that he said okay. is is definitely Could not. Could change. Oh, yeah. And it has everything from mozzarella curds. Um, and again, this is this is tentative, but it gives you an idea to a house tomato focaccia, um, a couple of salads like a roasted cauliflower, um, looking at... Um, you know, upwards of a dozen different kinds of pizzas. Um, one of them is a clam, has a clam sauce with little neck clams. This has bacon. Oh my God, yay. Bacon. This one has bacon, pecorino cheese, Yukon gold potatoes and hot sauce. And then there's, there would be um, there. some other things as well, like some plates, like a couple of sandwiches, um, spaghetti, um, a burger, and then a couple of sundaes. But again, this is tentative. Tentative. You better have the clam one. Like that's, that's. You know, clams yeah. and bacon are so complimentary. Yeah, they're so it's good together. Really good together. Um, and if you were wondering when Flower Child is going to open, I can't give you a definitive date, but he's he says sometime in spring. So Some another spring. thing to look forward to. Cool. Can't wait. And speaking of from pizza to the foundation of pizza, cheese. Our next topic, I have called, could be the Coachella of cheese. <laughs> So the, I guess Wisconsin Dairy Farmers is uh, putting together this thing called the Art of Cheese Festival. And it's from August 14th to August 16th. That's like festival time, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. But it's going to be in uh, uh, Madison. Um, so it's a three-day extravaganza. Uh, everything cheese from classes to uh, a pop-up cheese market to a cheese-themed gala. Wow. So um, and Journal Sentinel had this. They had the... The um, kind of what to expect in addition to the stuff we just mentioned. They're getting classes from everything to cooking with cheese to making to pairing cheese to crafting the perfect cheese board. You've done that before, haven't you? Yeah. Yes. Uh, did they ask you to be part of this? They did not. Oh, wow. That's okay. Yeah. And and it looks like, you, you know, there's going to be the opportunity to take some tours of dairy farms, creameries, and other kinds of mm -hmm. things by taking a cheese bus. Um, so this is pretty serious stuff. And also it sounds like the restaurant's, um, possibly in the area are going to have specials highlighting yeah. Wisconsin popular cheeses, which obviously makes sense, and too. And there will be an in-the-field dinner with a dining experience outdoor with a four-course meal with, of course, featuring cheese as the main ingredient. Perfect time of year for that. Cheese fair, as I said before, pop-up market in downtown Madison. Uh -huh. um, cheese ball highlight of the weekend will be a cheese ball featuring live music, food, drinks, performance, and, of course, a chance to taste various cheeses. Um, and interesting thing, like, not really interesting, an unfortunate thing with Wisconsin is, like, there's been a lot of news reports of all these dairy farmers yeah, shutting down, which is really, I mean, people say that there's a lot of different reasons why California might have something to do with it. But people, one of the people saying like a lot of people are not drinking milk as much as they used to, right? They're not, they're all the oat milk, the, the soy milk, right. kind of hurting and almond milk. And I know some of these dairy farmers are pivoting to offer those milks, but it's, a, it's an interesting industry to, that's um, unfortunate that's happened to kind of this, the dairy state. 
that uh, we're losing some of these dairy farms. I know. Farms, you know. I know. It's very unfortunate. But and I'm glad they're doing this. And yeah. Just to really celebrate uh, a really cool um, product that Wisconsin puts yeah. out. Much better than those in California. Just have to say. How did California become a, a bigger dairy? What, why? How did it happen? I, uh, that seemed know, like, I feel like the last 15 years, they just... They have. Yeah. Out of, out of nowhere, just like, we're going to do our own dairy. In California. We got wines, we got dairy, we got wine and state. cheese. Maybe they just think like, hey, we got wine, we might as well have our own cheese, right? Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we need to take that back from California. It really rankles you, doesn't it? Well, you know, the 49ers, you know, beat Packers, so we need to get them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. California oh, well, that's back, true, that's right? true, that's true. Somehow. Anyway. <laughs> uh, let's steal their palm trees and weather. How about that? Can we do that? I would love that. <laughs> let's take their weather and give our weather to them. Let's just at least get the sun yeah. on, a, on a regular basis. <laughs> Let them have the snow. Um, from cheese to another kind of derivative of cheese or related to cheese, pasta. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple of things talking about pasta. First up, a new pasta restaurant that recently opened up. In- it, yeah, just opened in the old John Hawks Pub at 100 East Wisconsin Avenue. Um, that's been vacant for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and this place is called Tua Pasta. Uh, and they are doing custom design your own pasta. You know, I don't know. Pasta is really taking off, I think. Adam Pollock over in, in at the, in the land, Flower had a good idea there. And a trend in the world of Cato. It's taken off. Isn't that funny? Because yeah. that's against the keto diet, right? Oh, the, the keto diet. Keto yeah, diet. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Keto, keto, whatever. And Kalu Kenzo, too, which yeah. opened up in the in the last year, which is I'm happy. Tosa. I'm happy pasta is yeah. standing Our out. Our bellies are happy for it. Yeah. So uh, do we know much about this menu? Well, Yeah, so it's a design your own pasta dine, bar yeah. kind of place where you, you know, pick the toppings, pick the pasta, pick the sauces. And there are also salads and gelatos as well. Um, you can make your own salad as well, but like there's fresh pasta, which includes spaghetti, fettuccine, shells, fusilli. Mm-hmm. I'm pro- I pronounced that right. <clears throat> you can choose your toppings, including vegetables, onions, zucchini, peppers, garlic, mushrooms, squash, carrots, kale, you know, and then, um, then you also have proteins, include steak, meatballs, ground Italian sausages, chicken, scallops, and shrimp. So it don't look like they have any vegan kind of plant-based meat products, but you got a lot of vegetables. Um, and then you have you have sauces including um, marinara, bolognese, pesto, alfredo, and a four cheese sauce. Mm-hmm. So you can mix and master and have a little fun with the pasta at Tua Pasta, which is open now. Hours are Monday through Saturdays from eleven thirty a.m. to nine p.m. They're likely to say they're going to spend hours during the summer months. And so, and they're located near the, um, on the Riverwalk patio. Yeah. It's, so. um, it's like right around Wisconsin and water. That Ooh. would be the location. Yeah. And to continue with the pasta, uh, Egg and Flour, who, um, doing some amazing things at Crossroad Collective. They know they have their Friday lobster pasta always miss out on. Uh, he's been recently doing these takeovers, collaborating with different chefs. Recently had a chef from, I think it was South Carolina, but this time, He's teaming up with uh, one of your favorite places, San Giorgio. Yeah, San Giorgio. A takeover great pizza. on January 30th, which is next week. Um, actually, is that next Thursday or next Friday? I can't remember. So it was next week at Crossroad Collective. So the um, Robin Brown of San Giorgio and Adam teaming up for a takeover, egg and flour. Uh, should be good. Kicks off at 11 a.m. 
He don't know what he's doing in pasta on, but he did tell me there's going to be a lot of braised beef ragu uh, for that day. Okay. But I don't know what kind of other I like I like braised mine. beef ragu, so I'm I'm not going to Yeah. I'm not going to, you know. And there's no reservations first come first that. serve, by the way. So they're going to do pasta till they sell out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. I don't think they've ever taken reservations. No. I know I mean, people try. Do they? Well, you know, people people feel like they they deserve their special. Oh, gosh. You know, those people who feel they're special. You know. Like you? I'm no way you're special. <laughs> Finally, uh, as you know, Fat Tuesday is around the corner. Um, Lint and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Milwaukee does a thing here. Wisconsin does a very special thing called Punchki. And there's a really interesting Punchki event, Punchki party happening at Polish Center on February 9th. Uh, by the Wisconsin Bakers Association. Yes. So, yeah, just so you know, the Polish Center is on 6941 South 68th Street in Franklin. Um, This is the second year that they have done this. Um, And it's kind of fun, actually. You can get a Punchki passport, um, uh, and then you can take it to the association bakeries that are on hand at the event to get samples. Mm. So... They have Larev Patisserie, Cranky Al's, Greeby's Bakery, and Elsie May's Canning and Pies of Kenosha. Uh, and then you can turn in your passport once you've tried those samples to vote on your favorite, and you get a chance yeah, so to win a dozen, a dozen punchki. Yeah. I thought it would win all-you-can-eat punchkis. How many could you eat? And then they have a they have general tickets, and they have a VIP ticket, which includes admission to first the four sessions. And a T-shirt. Yeah. Um, the other 90-minute tasting sessions continue to 4 p.m. And the Polish Center will have a cash bar and selling coffee and drink specials throughout the day. Attendees will also get Mardi Gras beads. Um, I don't know if you have to earn the beads or not, but a swag bag. <laughs> and a ticket to Polish Fest taking place in June. Plus, there will be live polka music and appearances by... Little Miss Polish Fest. Little Miss Polish Fest. So, wow, I didn't even know there was yeah, we'll a post, Little Miss Polish We'll festival. give you links to uh, tickets and details again at our website at RadioMilwaukee.org slash this bites. What's your favorite uh, filling, flavor, punchki? Um, wow, I guess I would go with something like raspberry. Raspberry? I like lemon. Do you like lemon? And and prune, the traditional. Oh, one. yeah. You don't like prune? I don't. I, no. I, I, you just I look like a prune. never liked prunes. You look like a prune fan. What does that mean? <laughs> Really? You like you like filling. Ah, uh, let's not go down that road. We all know <laughs> what prunes are good for. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, since I mentioned my one of my bucket food lists, do you have one? Do you want to share? Well, mine was Frank Pepe's, the white clam pizza. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of places on my bucket list, but I, I, I feel like we should set aside a time to really get. Yeah, I just want to like maybe just one. Do you have one on top of your mind? You don't have to. I'm not forcing. Um, if you don't have one, we'll do it in another time. I'm just curious. Since I shared one of mine, I figure. Uh, so, but if you're, we're saying in the United States, right? Anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. That's a, that's well, one of the bucket list, right? Like this is a thing. Like before, you like if you're like you know you're gonna your days are coming up. You know, got a few months to live. Whatever. This is my bucket list. This is I what I need to eat and try before. I go on to another life. Well, you know, I have long said that um, have wanted to go to Denmark. I am part, you know, Scandinavian, 
And I've always wanted to go to Noma in, in Denmark, which is mm. Renee Redzepi's restaurant. I mean, that's a big, that's a yeah. big one though. I mean, I could come up with a list of a lot, mm. you okay. know, a lot of other smaller ones. I've never been to the French Laundry. In, that's still open. Yeah. Yeah, that's still open. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I've never been to Chez Panisse either. So, I mean, there are things in California that I would love to go yeah. to. What about, but, like, a dish, a food that, like, you just, is there a dish? Mm, I can't think of a dish. Or, you know, like Frank Pepe's white clam pizza, like, is there, like, to me, it's like sushi in Japan, fish market. Yeah. Like, that kind of thing. No, I can't th I think more about the restaurant, restaurant? that I want to go to than okay. the dish. Cool. Just curious. So maybe we'll, we'll talk about this and figure out when we can do our bucket list episode. Well, that's this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited by the mighty Kenny Perez. Handsome. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the licensed lab with support from Society Insurance and generosity from your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites, iTunes, Spotify, NPR, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, give us some feedback. Please rate and review. Love to hear what you think. Yes, yeah, I think I think Tariq would. I think he would. He he may he may say, "Nah, no, don't do it." But you know, deep down, he he does he does want you to. And as always, and stay hungry and keep the malort. Phil Punchy cold. Okay. Malort Phil Punchy. Malort. Ooh, God, you could make like a, like a gel. gel out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Icky. All right, thanks. Take Have care. a good weekend. Bye.